Here's what's coming up on today's show. Be very careful if that's your goal is hitting a certain dollar amount. Your goal should be shifted to making sure you have enough money for retirement. And like you said, having enough money withdrawals coming out of those accounts to fund your needs. It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Well, hello and welcome into the Retirement Reality Podcast. I am Ben George. He is Mike Koyanen, founder and owner at Principal Preservation Services. Got a good one today. It's about warning signs, how to spot problems in your financial life. We'll give you some things to kind of be aware of. If any of these raise a red flag for you, well, maybe it's time to sit down with your advisor if you haven't yet. So it should be a good show. Mike, welcome in. How you doing? I am doing great. Fall is here. Football season again. Again, you know this is my... my uh, you love it. I, I love football season. I don't necessarily love the change in weather, <laughs> uh, but so far we've had a nice fall here in the Midwest. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good fall so far, been a good football season. Glad to see the Vikings, too, have gotten off to a good start. I know uh, you maybe were a little little concerned with how they'd be this year, but 3-1 and one out of the gates is pretty solid. Yeah, uh, I think a, a new coach and a different scheme on defense and different scheme on offense. So far, it's working out. It hasn't been pretty, but we're, again, 3-1 and one so far after the first four games, and uh, we should have a win against the Bears. We should, so, <laughs> you know, but we'll see. Well, we got a good show. If you haven't joined us before, make sure you check out the website, principalpreservationservices.com. Also, Mike has a YouTube channel, Retirement Reality On Demand, which you can check out uh, more content there, some nice kind of shorter videos hitting on some very key topics and some great content there. So if you want to continue to learn, that's a great place to start. And if you ever have questions about what we discussed today or if any of these warning signs uh, maybe cause a little concern within you, you can always call Mike and his team at 855 987 8888. All right. So we got some warning signs. And again, this is, you know, just think about how you're driving in your car and light pops on in the dashboard. You know, something might be wrong, right? There's some indicators uh, there, but the <laughs> yeah. same can be said with your financial life, right? There's some indicators there that you might have a problem that needs to just be taken to a professional and checked out. So we got five of these, Mike. Let's start off with if someone doesn't have really any idea what it's going to cost to fund their lifestyle, that's a warning sign out of the gates. Yeah, I think a lot of people are just out of touch sometimes about what they're spending as for their expenses, you know. So, you know, we go through a, a full process when people come in here um, and want us to, to build out a plan and, and let them show, you know, what retirement's looking like and how they can better uh, make their money last. But this is a big, a big misconception where people have no clue what they're spending because, you know, you make some decent money and, you know, you just kind of stay within budget. But some people say, yeah, my expenses are 4000 a month. And I said, really? That's pretty low. Uh, and sometimes they still have a mortgage. And I go, with the mortgage? And they're, yeah, we don't spend a lot of money. And then I said, okay, well, what's your take-home every two weeks? And then I'll ask the spouse, what's your take-home every two weeks? And then I said, okay, if you guys are taking home $9,000, you know, or whatever that number is, a month. And if you said your expenses are four, that means you're saving $5,000. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, we're not saving really anything at all. I said, oh, so then obviously your expenses must be closer <laughs> to $9,000. So understanding, you have to understand where you're at today because you you have to change things. Most people are going to have that same income in retirement. And if you're in that spending habit and you have no clue what your expenses are, well, that is a huge red flag. We have to get down to reality. You know, we'll spend 30, 45 minutes um, just getting detailed expenses. And I think it, it's, it has brought in a lot of 
clarity to people. We've had people come and say, I had no idea we were spending this much. And we really had to start um, really looking at where our money has been going because we, until we came into this meeting with you, Mike, we had no idea where our money was going. Yeah, it's a good one to kind of be paying attention to. So if you don't have any idea what it's going to cost to fund your lifestyle, not really on a budget, now is the time to be addressing that. All right, second one here. So if you're someone that's maybe focused on a certain net worth, trying to reach a certain number or make sure your account balance reaches a certain level rather than being focused on how much you can generate from that money that you have in your account, could be a warning sign. Yeah, and that is a scary one to actually focus on. I know we all have goals, and it's good to have goals, but um, the goal should be a solvent retirement. That's what your goal should be. But when you're looking at just trying to get a certain dollar amount in your accounts, um, that can hurt you. And I have uh, numerous examples from clients that actually had a goal of hitting a certain dollar amount. Then they're going to change the risk in their portfolio. Uh, One of my clients, Jerry, told me this back, you know, this was 20 years ago during the tech bubble, over 20 years ago now. And he was informing people in his industry, he was a bank president, telling him, telling his clients to get out of these risky tech stocks. And he wasn't listening to his own advice because he said, I want to get to the certain dollar amount. Well, he never did <laughs> uh, because the markets are, you know, collapsing. The, you know, the dot-com bubble tech stocks back in 2000 to 2002. And he took a 70, I think he said 70% loss because he was very aggressive in these tech stocks. So be very careful if that's your goal is hitting a certain dollar amount. Your goal should be shifted to making sure you have enough money for retirement. And like you said, having enough money withdrawals coming out of those accounts to fund your needs uh, adjusted with inflation as well. So um, I think you need to make, just make a little mental shift about having enough rather than hitting a certain goal. Yeah, it's that middle shift that you need to work on. So, again, if you need help from someone, Mike can always be reached. It's 855-987-8888. All right, number three on our list of warning signs, trying to spot problems in your financial life. If you have a mental image of retirement and you think about what it's going to look like, but it's really based on your parents and what their retirement look like. Well, we've talked about it before on the show, Mike. You're, you're likely not going to have the same type of retirement as your parents, and getting to retirement is going to be much different. Yeah, it's, it's new generation. You know, I had a couple seminars last week, Ben, and I, I did ask in each seminar, I said, by show of hands, I said, who, who in this room has a pension? And about each night, there was about a third of the room raised their hands. I said, now by a show of hands, whose children has a pension? First night, hmm. there was about 30 people. Nobody raised their hand. The second night, there was two people who raised their hand, about 25 people there. Wow. So out of 55 people that came to our, my seminar last week, two of their children had pensions. Isn't that crazy? So, yeah, retirement yeah. today is different than what retirement tomorrow is looking like. So, um, yeah, so most likely, you know, back in the day, you were talking about your parents who might be alive but be in their – late 80s or maybe 90s um, and they had pensions a lot of them have pensions and they didn't have the 401ks didn't get rolled out until the 80s and so that's when the companies really wanted to take the pressure off themselves to guarantee a pension and put that you know all that control onto the employee and uh, yeah they could match it but it was definitely a lot less stress on the company so retirement has to, is going to look different and it's it's a different strategy than way your your parents approached it, and they could retire at, you know, maybe earlier than sixty five, 
And a lot of these pension plans also included, you know, healthcare full, healthcare costs covered. Um, it's different today. It's hard for you to retire before 65 because of the cost of healthcare until you're able to get onto Medicare, unless you're uh, like a federal government employee that gets healthcare costs, which that's looking to change as well in the coming years. So you have to make sure you get this planning done right to know how you're going to be taking your money out. It's not going to be the same way. Obviously, we have Social Security, um, a big increase most likely coming next year. Um, I didn't really, I can bring that up, I guess. It's not confirmed yet, but they're looking at about an 8.7% increase for Social Security for 2023, which is great. Um, but you also have to remember, if they don't make changes in 12 years, <laughs> we could lose 75% of our value of Social Security. So also part of that planning is, well, will Social Security be keep paying you know, every month in your retirement? Because that's a big drop if you lose 25% of your benefit. So the key is you need to get your plan done and it's gonna look totally different than what you thought uh, your parents' plan looked like. Yes, yeah, it's not surprising that there are only two people in those uh, seminars you had or those events you had that uh, that had children that were getting pensions. I, I, I mean, I don't know too many of my friends that that have pensions, right? In their in their forties, right? We, I had yeah. one briefly for for a few years of the first company I worked for, but even even then, they when two thousand eight hit, they shut the the door down on that. Everybody that was getting it was grandfathered in, but every new employee wasn't getting it. So I'm even surprised that even two people. Uh, have pensions right, right. Well, even at 3M is, you know, just a couple miles down the road from our office in Woodbury, um, maybe two miles, uh, maybe not even that far. But all the, you know, the you know the newer employees, the people who haven't been there for 20 years, you know, they're less than 20 years, they don't get pensions. But we're working with a lot of people who have been there 20 plus years, and they still get pensions, which is great. But we're working with some of the, that newer generation, and they're not getting anything whatsoever. Um, same thing with, uh, you know, Delta Airlines. When it was Northwest Airlines, they got a pension, but Delta Airlines is not doing pensions. Yeah. All right, continuing on our list of warning signs here. So our next one is, you know, if you get worked up about the current events because of the impact you feel they have on your portfolio, and we all can feel this, right? But if you're getting worked up about the impact it has and you're losing sleep over these fluctuations, then you know, it could be a sign that maybe you have too much risk, right? Right. I mean, so... We've seen what's happening, you know, with Russia and Greece, you know, the impact of China. I mean, Russia and Ukraine, I'm sorry. And, and then we have the little country of Greece, which is a great little country, but it's a pretty small size country, you know, part of the world economics, but how that affects your portfolio. And, and obviously we're seeing what's happening with the hurricanes, and that's also caused gas prices to start increasing again. And every little fluctuation that's happening in, in – um, in the world can affect your portfolio today. And if that stresses you out, you probably have too much risk. And you would have sleep a lot better if you didn't have so much risk. But the problem is people don't understand where to put their money. They don't have that advice. And especially for the people who have these employer sponsor plans, Ben, where they're, you know, you are your own advisor in a sense because you don't get advice from, you know, whether it's Fidelity or Transamerica or John Hancock or whoever these companies are who are managing your portfolio, these, they're not giving you advice at all. So you are picking your own investments and most of the time you have almost all your money in the market and you have no clue. And you're seeing your portfolio down this year. I'm, you know, as of, you know, September was a tough month. I didn't see what it finished here exactly, but it was at one, right at the end of the month, it was down 11 and a half percent. 
Um, I don't see where exact finished, but the market's down, you know, 24% as of this podcast um, for the year, the S&P is. So um, if all your money is tied to that, yeah, you're going to stress out. So the key is it's just showing if you're reacting that way, you're investing a lot riskier than you should be. And that's one of the biggest, most important facets when you're doing some retirement planning is invest at your tolerance level. Um, it's not realistic to say you can't lose <laughs> because when you're in the market, you could lose. But it's realistic to, you know, look at what's the standard deviation. I mean, it's a, kind of a goofy term here, but for a lot of people, be, you know, what's the what's the percentile that I have? How, how this portfolio has has returned in the past? What's the percentage that I could be, fall into this standard deviation in the next six months? What's the worst it, it should do, and what's the best it could do in this, you know, historical data? And um, you know, we get, you get a 95 percentile, uh, it should fall in this range. It, you should be comfortable when it falls into that range. If it doesn't fall in that range, well, you need to change uh, your risk level and how you're investing. All right, one more warning sign here I want to get to with you, Mike. And, you know, it's one that's going to eat up a lot of retirement for people if they're not prepared. And that's nursing home expenses. If you think mm. that those are just going to take care of themselves and you don't need to have a plan for it, that could be a huge uh, surprise when you get to that point. Yeah, uh, healthcare is not free, and um, you know if you don't, they say if you don't have a long-term care plan, your retirement uh, savings is your deductible. <laughs> it's kind of scary to think that way. You know, I know here in Minnesota, Wisconsin, in Wisconsin, you know, you can keep um, if you're married. Uh, Medicaid will eventually cover your healthcare costs, but you have to spend on your assets down to a little over $119,000 of financial assets. Um, if you're married, you get to keep about that a little over $119,000 in assets until your spouse passes away. And if you're a single, well, then if you go to the nursing home, you can only keep $2,000 protected away from the Medicaid. And in Minnesota, it's the same numbers, except they only, for a single, they give you an extra thousand. You get to keep 3000 if you're single and if you go in the nursing home. Essentially, what that says is, yeah, Medicaid will flip the bill for you, but it's not free money. So they will put a lien against your home. They'll, if you have two properties, they're going to force you to sell one of those properties unless it's income producing. And uh, so even if you, you know, had a house that's worth $500,000 and um, you know Medicaid pays the bill for you for maybe four or five years, they put a lien on that property. So eventually when it gets sold, you don't get any of that assets. Your family gets none of those assets anyways. It's not free money. And I think that's where some people think that it is free money, but it's not. So you're paying for it one way or the other. You're paying for it with a long-term care policy, which I know is expensive, but it might be worth the looking, looking at one of those policies. Or you're going to pay for it and take a chance to say, I'm not going to go to the nursing home I'm, or my kids are going to take care of me within my home. Um, that could work. Sometimes it doesn't work if your kids, especially, are not local. Well, these are just some of the warning signs. And if any of these make you a little uh, unsettled or uneasy, it's, it's always best to sit down with an advisor and, and talk through them and, and figure out uh, what's going wrong and, and what you can do to, to maybe course correct. And the best place to start for Mike, if you want to get in touch with Principal Preservation Services, is just do so online, principalpreservationservices.com. And you can jot down this number as well, 855-987-8888 to get in touch with them and actually go through some of this. And just to make sure your plan is on track, it'll take, it'll ease your mind. And, uh, you know, the earlier you get started on it and address these concerns, the better off you'll be. 
All right, Mike, let's jump into the mailbag. Get a couple of questions today on the podcast before we Perfect. close it out. Uh, let's start off with one from Marty. He says, I've always been an aggressive investor. I like to see my money grow. But at what age am I supposed to get conservative? Again, we can't tell you uh, where you have to, where you should be investing. But typically, you know, what we're seeing is when people are getting, you know, within a couple years of retirement or in retirement, uh, we definitely want to be a bring it down a notch or two and it's different you know and i don't know the whole dynamics and it's important to see the whole dynamics marty but uh, most people want to lower down their risk getting closer in retirement um, and sometimes it's just for the spouse's peace of mind so you might be an aggressive and what we do find is majority of the time not all the time but majority of the time you get one person who's aggressive you're usually married to somebody if you are married to somebody who is not aggressive who's just the opposite or more conservative so sometimes you have to lower the the standards just for um, your spouse as well um, and you also look at you know the closer you get to or, or in retirement that's when you don't want to be making big losses like a year like this year so hopefully you made some changes before uh, 2022 came but if you didn't you're probably gonna have to hold out there and let money recover before you make anything significant but you should be lowering your risk close to or in retirement at least a few years prior to all right very good thank you for that question marty all right, here's one from Wendy. It says, our 401k plan at work now has a Roth option available for future contributions. Should I take advantage of that? I recommend that. If you can, just understand, Wendy, when you do a Roth contribution, you're paying your taxes on that contribution because you pay your taxes up front on your Roth. Now, the money will grow tax-free and withdrawals will be tax-free, but um, you will get less money. So if you're contributing, say, $500 a month to your IRA, and now you're going to contribute $500 to your 401k, I'm sorry, pre-tax, but now you're going to switch it to $500 Roth 401k, you're going to get less money on your paycheck. And you're like, well, how's that? It's because now you're paying your taxes up front on that Roth. You don't get a, a tax deduction by contributing to a Roth, but long-term, it's going to play out better. All right, Wendy, we appreciate that question. Thanks for sending them both in. If you have questions for us, you can always send them in via the website, principalpreservationservices.com. All right, Mike, we'll close it out on that note. Good show, some good information. And again, these warning signs, if they are something you're concerned about, please sit down with a financial professional and address those concerns. Mike, have a good week and uh, we'll talk to you soon. You do the same, Ben. Great job. Thank you. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.